What's going on, everybody? I'm Joshua. And I'm Isaiah. And we would like to thank you for listening to the Reasonably Prepared Podcast. A preparedness resource for the complete beginner. Look, we are here to help you on your preparedness journey without the paranoia, fear, and doomsday often associated with preparedness. If you find our podcast helpful, please subscribe and leave a comment letting us know. But now, on with the show. Awesome. Well, welcome, welcome back. Welcome back. To the Reasonably Prepared Podcast. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. This is Isaiah. I'm Joshua. Reasonably prepared. We are so glad that you tune in. You know what? I always do that. Leah would always call me out on saying tune in. Yeah. That's what you do with radios. Absolutely. Yeah. There's no tuning on this. It's just you subscribe. Actually, speaking of which, well, you, you, I always do it. Why don't you do it this time? I say, say, yeah, let's get let's get uh, some formalities out formalities of the way. out of the way. Some housekeeping issues. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Go visit our YouTube channel. Reasonably yes. be prepared. Do all the fun stuff. Uh, watch those videos. Like, subscribe, share, comment. Uh, we love comments. Yes. Do we love comments? I do. Oh, I do too. Hey, good, bad, ugly, you know, pretty. Oh, yeah. I, hey, it's all engagement for our channel, so, you you know. We like talking to you. Yeah, I mean, I guess keep it cordial. Look, hey, I'll say this. If if you're leaving comments that are just blatantly disrespectful and terrible, what's really cool is I have the option to delete you. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, man, have fun. Like, um, comment, subscribe. Also, uh, we are going to be ramping up our... Social media presence. So we, well, yeah, ramp, specifically Facebook, Facebook, and probably Instagram and the gram. So uh, I am going to be behind all that. Sweet. So you guys will be seeing that soon. So uh, awesome, the Facebook awesome. Facebook group will be up and running. Yeah. Um, and then we're gonna we're gonna do the gram. We're gonna do the gram. We want to do, do the gram. gram. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mer- uh, website. Go reasonably to, prepared. Absolutely. Yep. Go to our website. Uh, reasonably prepared.com where um is that where the merch is yeah you, oh, can, yeah. you can get through merch i yeah. think I've, it's labeled swag 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 or merch it might be merch anyway yeah great you can get merchandise through, yeah yeah so you go to the website we're gonna you know we'll post uh, you can get to the podcast through the website you can get to the merch through the website you can get to the youtube channel through the website everything you can go through that so reasonpaired.com uh check that out absolutely and our patreon account yes and uh, that will support this channel, uh, help us do bigger and better things, get us out on location, um, do a lot more things. Yeah, it enables us to do the, the reviews on the products because we have the margin of the money to be able to do that. So if there's anything you want us to test, let us know. If there's anything you want us to talk about, let us know. You can email us at reasonprepared@gmail.com. Uh, and let us know how to better serve you, our listeners. For the low price of $3. Yeah, right now there's a single tier of $3, and we will be adding tiers to Patreon once again to better serve you and give you guys way more value and stuff and, you know, T-shirts and stickers. And once again, we keep discussing this. Everybody wants hats. Got to do hats. I have two hats that I wear. I've got my flat cap, and then I've got... I buy a hat from Academy with American flag on it, American flag Ooh. on it, because uh, it fits right. Awkward. And all these other, <laughs> all these <laughs> other hats, all these other hats are just way too big on my dome. Yeah. I just they sit there like a cowboy hat, and I don't. They're anyway. So, but so many people are asking for hats. Love hats. All right, Isaiah, what are we talking about today? We're talking about water. 
Water. Water. Water. So we've been talking about a lot of philosophical things, you know, like reasons why and the prepper journey and, and you know, like education and stuff. But we, we decided we wanted to start getting really, really practical to help people out. And we wanted to go over. We wanted to start with water. Why are we starting with water? It is the number one priority. It is. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, you can only go three days without it. Three days without water. You know, yeah. three minutes without air, three days without water, three weeks without food, right? Typically, we all have good clean air. I mean, it's generally air is the, I mean, unless you're in a war-torn area. Right, um, unless, you know, yeah. a Gen- big bomb drops Right, or it's, uh, everybody, everybody would be dying if there was no air. Correct. So next on the list is water. And and we get asked a lot, you know, hey, what, I'm, hey, I'm th- thinking about, I'm, I want to be more prepared and, and I, I, I mean, I, I'm realizing that the, the, the world we live in is kind of tumultuous and things are getting really unsettling and I, I don't know what to do. And where do I, where do I even begin? Do I go buy a, literally people have, and I don't know why people go to this first, but like, should I buy just like a bunch of, should I go buy a gun first? And I'm like, I'm like, I mean, sure if you want, but that's how much water you got. Yeah, seriously. Like, okay. You know what? Yes. Go buy a gun. But as far as preparedness is concerned. Calm down. Take a deep breath. How much water do you have? Yes. Okay. And people are like, seriously? Start there? And I'm like, yeah. Here's why. Here's why we start with water. Lay it out for us. People in today's society, Western culture, United States specifically, which is where we live, you know, barring third world countries, but, you know, which uh, water supply is super limited in those areas. Um, there are people without access to clean drinking water and things like that. But for those of us who have the luxury of having limitless amounts of clean water, right? We just turn on a switch. Yeah. Let's go over, let's go over the eye opening realistic assessment of how much water we actually consume. We consume so much more water than we understand that we do because it's so just second nature that when you turn on this picket, water comes out. Uh, Yeah. And, uh, you know, you grow up in, in uh in america here and uh you d- you don't realize you know right. and um yeah yeah so i mean we, yeah. once again a swimming pools out back full of water you know that yeah. is constant by so let's go over um number one the why we'll continue with that so there's this really incredible story of Ernest Shackleton. Ernest Shackleton was a was an explorer wanted to explore Antarctica and took 27 men up into Antarctica. I've got the the notes here up in Antarctica on a boat called. Uh, let me see here on a boat called. Doop dee doop. This is starting to sound kind of like Gilligan's Island. I know, it, but <laughs> it, yeah, but not tropical, <laughs> right? So the, his ship was called the Endurance. Nice, ironically, and in 1915 on November 21st, 1915, they watched it sink to like oh. through the ice into the bottom. Can you of the imagine, ocean. bro, in and Antarctica? Antarctica. Yeah, 27 men, right? Just standing out there, and then the worst thing happens. Right. They're right home. The thing the thing sinks, right? Yeah. And so they trekked across 800 miles over ice in little lifeboats, and miraculously, wow. through his leadership, everyone survived. Wow. Right? And I was reading the story about him, and there was this awesome quote, and the quote says, Lack of water is always the most severe privation that man can be condemned to to endure they condemned condemned to endure is lack of water um and and, 
you you have to have water. We have to be hydrated. Water aids in digestion, um, aids in cognitive ability, motor function, uh, all of these things. Your nervous system, everything. Right. Is mental health. Mental even. supply yeah. by water, right? And so let's let's do this. Let's break down how much water we actually consume uh, here in the U.S. So according to the EPA, and I went and did a bunch of research and looked it up. Um, we're going to go over the what's one, two, three, four, five, top five, top six ways we consume water, and then we'll go over some minor ones, and we'll add this up, right? So the number one water consumer dishwasher. in a home. Dishwasher. No. Uh, just a regular faucet. No. Washing machine. Toilet. Toilet. Yeah, I think it was wow, a toilet. that's awesome. Um, we consume, on average, 18.5 gallons per wow. person per day when you flush consider your your every time you use the restroom you're flushing one to three gallons of water wow at unbelievable a time, depending on the size of your toilet right right one to three gallons every time you use the restroom so if you're drinking water and you use the restroom then you fl- <laughs> 18 point 18.5 gallons on average some of us more some of us less of of using the toilet okay wow. uh then Washing machines use about 15 gallons. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it was going to be high. Yeah, on your yeah. washing machine. Yeah. Okay, even even the high efficiency ones um, use a, a lot of water for, you know, just per load, right? And I know here in the States, the washing machines are huge compared yeah. to other places. Yeah, ours is massive because right? yeah. we're a family of six. Right. You're a family of six. Family of six. You know? um, and it, it, on average, 15 gallons per person per day, excuse me, is what a washing machine Wow, does on average. So once again, we're just kind of averaging these these things out. Um, your shower, okay. Consider this. Consider you go buy a high efficiency. We're just trying to make aware. You buy a high efficiency flower head. Oh, goodness gracious! Just punch me in the face so I can speak properly. We buy a high efficiency shower head, right? At like one and a half gallons a minute, right? Yeah. Most of them are around two to two to two and a half gallons a minute they go down as low as one so we'll just use a two gallon per minute mile marker that's fair. right that's two fair. gallons per minute yeah I, i'm a weirdo yeah but and i'll go into that in a minute how long do you typically take a shower for? probably about 20 minutes so th- that's another on average is 20 minutes, 20 minutes. i'm aware my showers last like eight minutes <laughs> wow number we're not, one we're not gonna even talk about your timing your showers bro <laughs> I t- I don't because I, I don't like being wet, right? So I, my showers are so fast, and they're usually pretty cold showers. I just get in, soap up, shampoo, and I get I get out of there. You're so, the liqueur. What is it? The Cray or what's that flavored water? Yeah, yeah. Lacroix. Yeah, you're the Lacroix of showers. You know, just a a whisper, a of, whisper of a shower. Of a shower. Those things are so gross. So gross. Why do people drink those things? I don't understand it. And like the the and and then they're uh, the 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 adult version of the hard seltzers. I don't. I don't understand it. Yeah, don't get it. I. I was at a UFC fight. Uh, not at the fight. Excuse me. I was at my brother's house where we, you know, were yep. watching UFC, and uh, there were those seltzers there. Yeah. Yeah, and and so I tried to. I tried one. It was not good. I got like three sips into. It. I was like, why do people drink these? Things? Right. Anyway, and my wife bought one. Yeah, and oh my gosh, they're coconut and lime. Oh, oh man, this was a black cherry oh. one. Yuck. All right, back on track. So your showers, let's do the math, uh, at two gallons per minute. Right. At 20 minutes. Ooh. Wow. 
right? Yeah, Two, four, six, eight, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 20, right? 40, 40 gallons of water. Down the drain. Per shower. Yep. Your bathtub can hold 60 gallons. So if you're if you're filling up a bath every day, you just, Ooh. and you unplug, you just unplug 60 gallons of water. Typically on average, brushing teeth, getting some water, things like that. Your faucet is about 11 gallons per person per day. Okay. Uh, and your dishwasher is about one gallon, about a gallon, to two, one to two gallons Compared per person to the per others, day. Yeah. yeah, per person per day. It uses more than that, but it's averaging out over per person. Okay. So we really, 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 really fast rack up 60 to 100 gallons per person per day wow. on basic water consumption in daily life. Right? Yep. We do. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, and you don't realize until it's gone. Right. How much you rely on it. You and so, use it. Bro. Yeah. So you know we have run out of we ran out of water when in right. the in the drought in California. You did you live up there when we went through that? Uh no. Or you had moved? I had moved already. Okay. Yeah. So um there was I think it was two thousand fifteen massive drought ran through California. We lived on um I think it was, well, we lived on 14 acres in the middle of nowhere and realizing that. It was gorgeous that, out there. Yeah, it was so beautiful. It was gorgeous. Yeah, it was yeah. so beautiful. It was rad. Um, we had no real neighbors right. and it was kind of a prepper paradise. And, uh-huh. you know, and we'll go over some of the things we have. Anyway, so we, our well was starting to not produce consistently and we put a big, a 1500 gallon tank on the well so that when it did produce it would store water when it was working right it would pull everything out of the ground and then i installed a 2500 gallon rainwater system on the house knowing that um we could potentially run out of water and lee and i've gone over this before and then at a previous episode i can't remember exactly which one it was but um to, to make a long story short we ran, ran out, of water. out of water and you don't realize what mentally happened to you when something that is always just there right is gone now kind of makes sense that quote that you were saying that it's you're condemned right you know it does feel kind of i mean imagine you wake up in the like literally it feels like this imagine you wake up in the morning and you're in your pjs and you go to your closet and you open your closet and all your clothes are gone <laughs> yeah and you're like what am i gonna wear right what do i do times 100 yeah so it, it was a really hard hard lesson to learn and a lot of mental hurdles when we opened the faucet and nothing happens and we were without water long enough that we actually even started burning through. We burned through reserves. that. Well, because the rainwater harvest system as well, and if once again, if you're in a drought, what are you not getting? Water. Rain. Oh, rain, yeah. <laughs> from the sky. <laughs> from the sky. Water from the sky. Refilling your harvest system. So yeah. we, I mean... Given that you're doing 100 gallons, and then we were also trying, like, we had a garden that we had water, okay, that we needed the water. We had a yard that we needed to keep right. water to some degree. Right. Otherwise, the um, the, the goat heads would take Ooh. over. Yeah, they were bad. Right, and they don't like, the goat heads and star thistle don't like the water. They come in and dry the climate, and dry our climate, so we were able to keep them at bay if we had some water. But really, the garden. Right. You know, we had to water our garden. To, to And if you're in the middle of an extreme drought and you're trying to grow vegetables, you got to have water. So water is so ridiculously important right okay and running out of water you don't realize the mental hurdles you'll have to go through so it's it we're bringing it up as super important because it's it's the it's ironically the easiest prep to start with right it's well it's the easiest now 
when everything's good. Right. It's the easiest place to start because we literally can go to the store. Hey, buddy. That's yeah. We're we're filming right now, kiddo. That's my. Got a studio that's on my home property, and sometimes the kids just walk in, which yep. is awesome. It's called life. Yeah, yep. life. Anyway, um, where was I? Well, you don't. I mean, when you don't have water, like you're saying, uh, water is gone. Yeah, you're like, oh no. People don't realize how how much they need the toilet. I mean, it's like you can't use a toilet right and without that's a, water. That's another way we burned through a bunch of that twenty five hundred yeah. gallon five, Oh my gosh. Once again, just punch me in the face. <laughs> if you punch me in the face, maybe I'll start speaking correctly. Um, we burned through 2,500 gallons because um, we were tr- bringing water to right. flush the toilets. Yep. You know, it was non-potable water. We weren't drinking it. Um, we had stored water we were drinking, right? Right. Um, so that was that's just one scenario. Let's go over a couple of other scenarios. That are, and these are real-world scenarios actually happen, not doomsday paranoia that give practical reasons why we need to do water. And then we'll go over ways you can store water. Right. But uh, number number, so there was a drought in California. We ran out of water. We actually ran out of water. You run out of water, right? With uh, hurricanes, because I live next to the coast and. Uh, the area that I live in um, is notorious for flooding. I mean, it, it H Town floods so yeah, easy. You I can mean, sneeze in it. I ten will cover Absolutely. I mean, H Town's drainage is horrible. Yeah, horrible. people just keep moving there. Right, and um, it's old swampland. Yeah, you know, so it makes sense. Right? But you know, you built a city on a swampland. Yeah. But you know, hurricanes like Hurricane Harvey. I mean, people were without water for months. Yes, yeah, some for, for months. months. How long did you guys? Because well, and Matt, my brother, Matt, he was on the podcast a little bit ago talking about the hurricane, you know, and pre- 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 uh, disaster preparedness plans. Go check that one out. Um, and he, he lost his home and had to have his home rebuilt and wasn't even on his land for six months. Wow. But how long did were you guys were in a different part of the city? So how long were you affected? We were with up water? north. We were up north, uh, north of Houston, and uh, we weren't affected too long at all. But okay, a day or a week? A, a couple days. A few days, yeah. but no but still, tap water. Right. We did. We didn't have any. Um, we didn't have a rain catchment system or anything mm-hmm. like that. So, right. uh, luckily, um, I always fill up the bathtub. Oh, when you know a storm's when coming. A, when a storm's coming, that's. Yeah. Um, I've been doing that most of my life, yeah. and uh, so when I know a big storm's coming, I say, "Hey, let's get the bathtubs filled up just in case," and that's just yeah. for the toilets. Right. Yeah. Right. And so, not to get too political on this one here, but. Um, Flint, Michigan. Uh, yeah, Flint, Michigan. Um, Flint, Michigan's water supply. Everyone's heard of Flint, Flint, Flint Michigan, Michigan, right? Oh, I, I would, I would assume yeah. so. But uh, high levels of lead, and what was it? Legionnaires, Legionnaires disease. disease. Wow, like pneumonia on yeah, crack. This, like, I guess really bad pneumonia. Yeah, and they had some in some areas. They had a do not drink at all, and other areas they had a boil only. Um, but their water supply went toxic, full on right. toxic. Um, and you couldn't drink it. So we, we've now got an entire area with terrible water. And it was a crisis for them. Right. I mean, people died. Yeah. People died. There was, I think, at least 12. Um, and I don't, I don't think the the local government was doing much about it. But right. not to well, get they too were, political. Oh, but they were to blame. And, and I mean, it was a mess. We'll just call it that. What yeah. it, was. it was a mess across the board. And the poor people of Flint, Michigan, right. I think, are still trying to pick up the pieces yep. from it You know, this this many time later. Okay, so um, a month and a half ago, ironically, was it two months ago? It Dude, it 
because it's so nice outside right now, it feels like it never happened. I well, know. I can't say it feels like it never happened. But when it did happen, it was catastrophic. Texas froze. Completely frozen. And, oh, and it was literally like a month or two ago. Yeah, I mean, in Houston, uh, it was eight degrees. Eight degrees. I know. It's unheard of. So broken water pipes, yep. no water. People were panic buying water. And so do you remember... Yeah, we talked about this one before. The conversation you and I had in the store about water. Right. Yep. Okay, and we're gonna bring it. We'll bring it up again. Um, you you tell the story. Yeah. So uh, we're standing in the middle of the store, and uh, we were already. I think if I remember correctly, because we always talk about stuff like this. We're yeah. at the store buying some food and beer. I know I was gonna have you tell the story, but I just want to preface it then. Sorry, because uh, I remember you were new to moving up to Northern California, and we were talking about like oh, it, like things to buy, things to outfit. What right. can we do? You know, I, it's a new area. I've never lived in the mountains before. Correct, and correct. so then I started talking about preparedness and being a prepper. And, and and I've always, you know, tried to educate people on that. And and to be I, fair, I was asking. Yeah, no, and you were asking. And this is this is a case. And the reason I bring up this case in point is I always start with water. And here's why. Go ahead, you can go right. to the store. So uh, we're standing in the middle of the store. And uh, Joshua just goes, if there was something to happen right now, just right this second. And just the people in this store were to go get water. How much water would be left? Yeah, they were to panic buy water. Yeah. yeah. How much water would be left? You know, and, you know, they, they have some water in the back, you know, I'm sure. But what really blew my mind was the amount of food that most stores carry, you know. Yes. You, you don't really think about it because there's always food or water on the shelves. Yeah. So what we did was we counted up the number of people we could see within eyesight. We're standing there. So yeah. you do the do this for yourself. I'm gonna go to the store and 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 we counted the number of people who were uh, within eyesight. And I said, okay, every single person within eyesight yep. buys five gallons of water. Right? right. They they just panic buy five gallons of water. And there are some places that will limit you in an emergency to two to five gallons. Right. right. So they all buy five gallons of water. How much water's on the shelf? There was zero. There was very little water on yep. the shelf after that in this particular grocery right. store. Let's say Walmart's a little bit bigger, but okay. Walmart's also going to have more people than this grocery store did, right? right? So we, when we did the math, we realized, okay, the people that are watching right now or that we can see right now almost cleaned this one shelf right. off, okay? Uh, let's say they've got another one or two shelves worth of in the back. gallons of water and then, uh, and then the flats of water in the back. That means inside of an hour, this grocery store will not have any more water in it at all. Right, depleted. Completely depleted right. inside of one hour. Yep. And they're not going to be getting, there's no more in the back, and they've got three days before another shipment's coming in. Right. But that's only one hour. Right. So a new, new shipment or not, that water is gone. Right. In an emergency. And yet, right now, when there's no emergency and the sun is shining and we're all on our, our merry way, we will walk up, we walk past the water aisle while it's full. While it's full, right? And so, here. So the frozen thing is one. So wildfires. We live in Northern California. Wildfires will knock out water supplies and and eight ways to get water. Power outages will do it. Mm. Freezing pipes. Drought. You know, these are all real, actual reasons to do this. Okay. So, going back to the walking up and down the water aisle. Let's start. We start with water because it is the easiest lowest hanging fruit the right. fastest win yeah. in prepper world yep. and our recommendation and this is hard consider that if we're using 60 to 100 gallons of water a day um 
the mental switch that you have to make is rough. But the the FD not the FDA, yeah, the FDA and FEMA uh, yeah. and um, and the Red Cross, yeah, Red Cross. Sorry, um, they recommend one gallon per person per day. I have found that that's not even remotely right. Just in even remotely right? kind of good enough. Yeah, right? just from your personal experience. Yeah, they they, they theorize that um, that's basically half a gallon for drinking and a half a gallon for cooking, right? But once again, it doesn't take into account all of the other real world real world things we go. We have to brush our teeth. Right. Um, we have to go to the bathroom. We have cooking. to wash our hands and keep them clean. Yeah. Um, we have to wash dishes. Cooking. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Cooking. Yeah. Um, and so we recommend. The starting point, this is your, your starting point of one gallon, or excuse me, two gallons, two gallons per person per day for a minimum of three days. Three days will buy you an initial, you know, the acute buffer. You know, so, you know, if, like, like for instance, the three days worth of water would have been, it was fine during was the freeze. Fine. Right. Right. Yep. Um, and we did that per person per day in our home. We have that stored up. And then we also do an ex- extra water because during the freeze, we had people in our home staying with us. And you had your mother-in-law I had with you. Right. Absolutely. We had two other families staying with us. Right. So we recommend going out and buying one, two gallons per person per day for three days from the store, not in the milk jug style containers. Don't buy the milk jug style ones. Buy the uh, longer rectangular ones with a little handle on top. That's a, it's a yeah yeah it's a stronger well no not not the rec, not the oh, okay. not the two and a half gallon ones the clear ones with the like the the one gallon oh yeah yeah the yeah the, I know what you're talking about with yeah the, yeah well I'll put, try to put a picture Hawaiian of, punch yeah the whole, yeah bottle. yeah the Hawaiian yeah. punch type bottle yeah because uh, they store well and they can stack well and and not just sponsored. and you can put them under your bed you can put them in a closet you can put them in your basement you can put them in your attic you can yep. put them and they they will last for a very long time and they're just good to have if you read an expiration date on them just you know be mindful to rotate through so what we do what Leah does is every time she goes grocery shopping every time she buys a gallon of water for everybody in the house it's they're 88 cents a piece yeah it doesn't it break the bank. So every time she goes grocery shopping, we go grocery shopping. And I mean the big bulk one, you know, like the two-week one. And so that's an easy, simple way to get on top of water consumption. Buy a gallon. Go ahead. We buy the bottled water flats. Just Those are good to have as well. A bunch of bottled water. Yeah. And uh, we have a um, membership to one of those big box stores mm-hmm. where you buy lots of bulk stuff. I mean, it's like three bucks for 50 bottles of water. Right. Three dollars. Right. You know, so... Uh, we grab two or three of those at a time and put them on the shelf yep. in, in your garage. Put them on my shelf in, in your garage preps. And, yeah. Yep. And uh, we cycle through that. I mean, we we use it at the house, but yeah. we cycle through it and we buy a lot of water. Yeah. The, the 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 milk jug style ones. The plastic is really crappy. Yeah. It's really crappy plastic. They break they down really leak. easy. They leak. They leach. Uh, yeah. So just steer clear of those. Get the thicker, clear ones. Um, so that's that's a good place to start, right? Um, and then you've got stored water. Okay, so that's you want to store some water and have that ready to go. Your next step is going to be learning how to uh, purify water that is maybe gone bad. Right. And um, or let's say you've got all those jugs we're talking about, and they're three, four years old, and you just want to make sure they're safe. Okay. So mm-hmm. the easiest way to do that is to boil it. 
Right. I, I, you know, I, I'm not trying to talk down anybody, but just in case you don't, the easiest way to boil it and the the you know, the recommended boil tried temp- and true. Yeah, tried and true. Tried and true. The recommended boil temperatures are going to be 212 degrees Fahrenheit or 100 degrees Celsius if you have, you know, if you live not in a normal. Well, I know during the freeze metric system, yep. during the freeze uh, that was just here recently, mm-hmm. uh, we were put on a boil water notice, you know, mm. and we had to boil all of our water. Right. Right. You know, we had we had water. Our pipes didn't break. Uh, we did have water, but uh, we couldn't use it unless we boil it. OK, well, you there know? you go. So 212 degrees Fahrenheit, 100 degrees Celsius for a minimum of a minute. OK. Um, and what now? Here's a caveat. Boiling water does not get rid of chemical contaminants. Right. Only uh, bacteria. Bac- yeah, bacteria, virus. viruses, things like that. Yeah. Uh, biological contaminants. Yeah, you know, they'll, it'll get rid of biological. So don't go outside and grab a bunch of water, you know, from a mud puddle, no. and think you can filter it through a cloth and boil it, and it'll be safe to drink. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. Um. The the bacteria, the biological contaminants will be killed, but there will still be oil and things from right. cars and tires, right? Um, and so that's the first place you can do to purify water to make it suitable for drinking if it's right reason. Now, that being said, you can like river and lake water mm-hmm. and creek water. Yes, that can be boiled. Typically, there are not usually chemical contaminants in those. Um, it's just biological contaminants. And you can make water, lake water, creek water, and river water safe to drink by... Uh, by boiling it, okay. yeah, by boiling, you can do that. Uh, you just want to steer clear of anywhere that like there might be you. You know the rainbow oil slicks and yeah. stuff like that. You want to steer clear of that, that type of water. Uh, your next thing um, that you can do, and a lot of people just have this lying around, is basic chlorine bleach will pl- purify water. Yeah. Okay. You can you don't use the scented stuff. Don't use the, the real sup- thick stuff. The real thick, yeah. super concentrated, condensed stuff. You want just basic. Uh, either 6% or 8.25% chlorine bleach, okay? And there's you can go on the internet and look for the recipes. I'm not a recipe guru, but I did find a couple. And, and on basically what you're looking at is for one gallon of water, you're going to use six drops. We keep a droplet drop thing, you know, a little, little drop of drop yeah. thing um, in our ice box, uh, specifically for if we need to use the bleach to... Uh, to purify the water. So for one gallon, it's eight drops of the 8.25% mixture. And if you've got the 6% mixture, no, excuse me, sorry, six drops of the 8.25% mixture um, and eight drops of the 6% gotcha. per gallon. So really just, I mean, six, six to seven drops, depending, you know. Not a lot. Yeah, on either one yeah, of those we're, are going to do you. And yes, it's going to taste like pool water, mm-hmm. uh, but it'll be safe to drink. Once again, will not get rid of chemical pollutants, right. but it will get rid of biological pollutants. The bugs. Yeah, the bugs. Uh, like Legionnaire's disease Yeah, in Flint, Michigan. Yep. Of course, they had lead, too. You're not boiling lead out of water. Um, all right. So you've got boiling water and you've got bleach. Those are, like, very easy, very readily accessible, very, you know, very fast thing. Right. You just keep extra we keep an extra gallon bleach does have a shelf life so look at that but we we keep that for all and bleach has so many uses but and we keep it for you know killing all kinds of buggies and germies Mm -hmm. but all right so then your next thing is going to be a water purification you can do water purification tablets right so they're like iodine tablets you found a new thing that we're going to actually do a video on so once again subscribe to the channel for other content but um it's called p 
and G. P and G. Right. P uh, and G. The purifier water stuff. You know, it's awesome. We're going to do a whole review on that. It's so awesome. Be on the lookout for that. But it's this stuff that you pour into an amount of water. I think it's like two liters to. Yeah, two and a half liters per packet. Right. And. You, and we're talking swamp water. Swamp, like dirty, muddy, muddy lake, swamp water, whatever. Yeah. And everything we talk about today, once again, is always the case, going to be links in the descriptions on the YouTube channel. They're all affiliate links. They help the channel out. Just want to be transparent. Um, but even if you don't buy it through our link, just click on it and research it. Um, it'll be there for your research. But this PNG will take literal swamp water, muddy, murky, nasty stuff. Coagulate all yeah. of the dirt. It's weird. It's really weird. It coagulates all the dirt and it gets heavier than the actual the water. And it, yeah, it, and it falls down to the to the bottom. And then you just dump out the clean water on top. So we're going to do a review on it, what it tastes like, how it works, how long it takes, yep. all that kind of stuff. And so, it's got a little bit of uh, chlorine in there as well. Yeah, but that's anything, but yeah, yeah. Um, which is but in a survival situation or a place, yep. then you're you're going to be happy to have the water. So w- water tablets, uh, P and G water. So the things that you can add into the water to purify them. The um. Once again, the iodine tablets don't get rid of chemical contaminants; just kills buggies. But this P and G stuff, yeah. actually, it does. It, it I don't it it's magic. I think um, it must have been invented in New Orleans by voodoo doctors or yeah. something because it's bizarre. But um, so those are some very simple purifier, you know, like um, add to your water type mm-hmm. things you can do. Your next level is going to be. Um, actually filter some type of filtration system okay and we both like and have used and own we're going to do reviews on these the life straw right. and the sawyer systems mm-hmm. these are going to be portable um portable very small they're very inexpensive they're like 20 bucks and they'll do an insane amount of water we're talking about like a hundred thousand gallons of water right that you can filter and it will do chemical and buggies right right so sawyer water system life straw these are we, I, look i keep one in my truck and i keep one in my back like my hunting pack my pack that goes with me um i usually have one within arm's reach right. so that no matter where i am like let's say i break down in the woods i know i've at least and i need to get out i can i have water and they're relatively cheap that's what i'm saying like 20 yeah. bucks yeah they're they're awesome and uh you know you can't rely on this um for, uh, for a long term but uh, you can't filter your water to wash dishes or brush teeth. Right. It's for that'd be purely for drinking. Just for drinking. But uh, you could account it for maybe half of your water consumption for that day. Uh, you know, one gallon per day per mm. per family member uh, right. for drinking. Right. And they're really cool. They're really cool systems. I mean, they send these devices to third world countries, to war-torn places, to places that have been hit hard by natural disasters because they're so effective um, at... at, at harvesting clean drinking water specifically clean drinking water so that's once again uh, life straw sawyer another thing that we did in our home and i I think you have one in your house as well um, is we installed a reverse osmosis system okay and although it's yes city water coming in um, it's going to filter out like bad things in city water that i want to drink uh, and and a bunch of minerals, things don't like people don't like, but it does get rid of a lot of bacteria, a lot of germs and buggies, and things like that, and it, and it makes the water taste better. And we just kind of feel a bit more secure having that. And um, so a a reverse osmosis system under counter, which is like a three gallon reverse osmosis. I, I it took me and my son like. 
30 minutes to install oh, nice. it. It was really fast. Nice. Um, we really like it. We bought it on Amazon, so we'll put an affiliate link for that. It was like, I don't know, 200 bucks or something like That's that. That's not bad. No, no, it was like 200 bucks. And what it also enables us to do is when I have um, empty gallons of water, I feel safe just putting that in there and storing it because there's not so much stuff in it that it's going to, you know. Go bad. Yeah, go bad and create bacteria and things like that. And and so when I do empty out a gallon or drink a whole gallon of water when I'm out in the oil field because I work in the oil field, I just bring them home and then I refill them and, and I've got extra stored water. Nice. You know, and, it, and it at least it, bare minimum becomes non-potable water, right? Okay. Um, but so a reverse osmosis system is a good filtration system as well. Uh, that would be for in-home. You can do it all, all house one. Ours is localized to our kitchen sink. Um, so that's another good filtration system. Um, here, another filtration system that m- almost all of my family has, many, many of my friends have. I don't think you have one. I do not. Okay. No. Nope. Um, and I know I have friends who have them. And this system that I'm about to talk about is really cool because instead of when they go camping, and they're going camping and on vacation, they just take this with mm-hmm. them and they literally scoop up two to three gallons worth of lake water and it turns it into clean drinking water. So they don't buy and bring in water when they go camping, which saves them money. Um, they will use it because it, it's a really good purifier right. and filtration system for just basic home water. And that's called the Berkey, the Berkey system. Try, I mean, it's been tested and tested and tested and it's... It's awesome. The it's amazing. The, yeah. You know, a lot of people don't like the initial upfront cost, but look, it's made out of stainless steel. Okay, so it's not going to go bad. It's awesome, and and you can use it for so many other things. Like I just said, hunting trips. I've got a buddy who just t- the thing collapses down, and yeah. um, he takes his. It stay. He's got one that stays in his uh, camping and hunting gear in his uh, camper. Yeah, and he's like, I don't tr- ever truck water, and I just make sure that I'm camping somewhere. There's water. And I scoop, scoop up the up. water, and I have clean drinking water. The, it's it's so effective that it will actually filter out dye. Wow. So if you put red food coloring yeah. in it, clean, non-colored drinking water comes out the other side. Dude, we should put all kinds of stuff through that. We should. Like Coke. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola, yeah. What would that be like? It'll clog up the filters, but <laughs> I wonder if I could reach out to Berkey and if they would let us. That'd be awesome. Like. Like a torture test. Oh, man. And see that would be fun. What we can turn into clean drinking water. Orange juice. Yeah. Through the Berkey. Yeah. I mean, it's going to clog the filter to some degree, I'm sure. <laughs> but hey, Berkey, uh, we want to test out your... Yeah. We want to do a whole thing on it. So yeah, reach out. We'll do a torture test and have fun with it, you know? Um, but they're, they're really incredible systems. And, you know, even during the, um, during the hard freeze in Texas... Because my parents have the Berkey yeah. system, they had no water, and they what they did was they put big uh, buckets like uh, Rubbermaid containers outside while it was snowing, and then they would bring those in, let the snow melt, and just dump it into the Berkey, and they had endless, That's endless awesome. water, yep. and endless clean drinking water. Right. And then the other stuff they would just let melt and use it for flushing the toilet, and washing the hands, and things like that because they they didn't have any water. So the Berkey system is really good. Um, doing the research. I strongly recommend, strongly, and don't waste your money on the Brita, you know, pure faucet yeah. style ones. If you read the print on those, people don't read print off anymore, but it, it actually says on there uh, for already purified, for already processed drinking wow. water. Like municipal waters, yep. it's all it's to do is to get rid of some of like some of the chlorine taste or things like that, and just make 
your municipal waters a little better tasting. But so good. Yeah. But they're not really an effective right. purifier, safety purifier thing. So don't think, you know, so don't think that, oh, I'm going to just use a Brita. It's it's not going to, a Brita a pure, it's not going to do anything if you are using like rainwater or right. river water. It's not going to do anything at all. Yeah. Like putting lipstick on a pig. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. It, they're, they're, and they're, they get expensive. The cartridges get expensive. They're like, 40 50 bucks up front and then the the cartridges are like 10 bucks your money is going to be better spent on a berkey system long term right okay because those things their their filters last a very long time and can filter a lot of my uh, father-in-law had a berkey and he actually i wouldn't suggest doing this but um he would reuse the the actual filters and um he'd just wash them out clean them out mm-hmm. and he'd reuse them he said it was fine you know but I wouldn't suggest doing it, but, but I don't know that he didn't. They last a long time. They last a very long they time. They last a yeah. long time. Yeah. So when you do the cost long term, um, I was watching a, a hunt, or excuse me, a camping video of, a, of, of somebody else on a different channel, and I, I would pitch him right now, but I just can't remember the name of it, um, which sucks. But he was doing a whole breakdown of the Berkey and how he's owned one for three years, okay, and how much water they filtered through it, uh, and and did the cost analysis, and he said after about a year and a half, with how much they go camping and how much they spend, it was an outdoors channel. Okay. With how much time they spent outdoors, the thing paid for itself. No. Yeah, with because they weren't buying, you know, the disposable gallons right. of water. And then here's another really awesome thing: you're not, um, you're not creating trash. Right. Right. Yes, I, I like having the bottles of water on on the shelf for storage in case yeah. we need it. But you know, the reverse osmosis. We bought our kids stainless steel water containers. And we used to keep flats of water in the back of the truck. Now, that being, and we still keep water in our vehicles, but it's for emergency. Yeah. But when my kids are going hiking and camping and doing things, um, we use the reverse osmosis water and they fill up their stainless steel things and we go out and about and they've got water all day, right? Right. Um, so that means we're not creating a lot of plastic. We're not, we're not you know, creating a lot, bunch of trash. And I'm not even trying to go into like global warming and all of that, but just the reality is like, it's just less trash that I have to, store and throw away in my trash can just less waste i have to manage right right? and less money that i'm spending on that waste um so we we that's why those berkeys so when you you do the cost analysis of all of those sorts of things they they pay themselves off within a year or two um when you're when you're looking at it that way so it's or or the like the reverse osmosis you know things like that um and what's good about the berkeys it's it's pretty easy to transport you can take it with you if you have to evacuate like my reverse osmosis system is stuck in my house right so although i like it and it's good it's stuck there i can't take it with me i can take the life straws with me but that's also not helping out like the entire family with just on so if we're evacuate because of a fire if we evacuate because of a hurricane we evacuate because of a storm we've got to go stay somewhere either we're camping or we're going to a hotel or whatever the evacuation looks like the berkey enables you to take mobile you're mobile another swamp water Dirty, 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 dirty river swamp water and turn it into clear, clean drinking water. Crisp and clean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, They do recommend that if, and they're not a sponsor. I wish they were. Actually, we already said that, right? I already said, hey, reach out to us because we want to work with you, Berkey. But but they do recommend, you know, if, if it's really murky water. Filtering it through some sort of like maybe cheesecloth or or you know just get the big stuff out. Just filter through your dirty sock maybe. <laughs> awesome. Filter it through your dirty socks. That'll that'll work. Um, and 
filter yeah you get the bigger particulates out you know the mud and yep. the dirt and stuff like that so that it just looks like dirty cloudy water and then otherwise you'll clog up those filters the same thing with uh, the life straws yep. things like that you don't want to get like mud and stuff and it's just going to clog it up and you can't use it you still want relatively clean i guess would be it you know water yep. but just yeah get rid of the mud and awesome. dirt yeah so filter it through cheesecloth or some sort of mesh filter or something like that uh I, you know what, what? coffee filter coffee filter coffee filter yeah. yeah would work fine um and oh and so man i can't think of anything else as far as water storage right. water purification that's you know this is by no means the most exhaustive right, right, right. but it, but i wanted to give you a good place to start it's a good starting point yeah, wanted to give you a really good place to start, and and so hopefully that simplifies and maybe a opens your eyes up to one the amount of water that we actually consume and get you thinking about that because it's mind boggling when I've really started doing the research and I was like oh my gosh I had no idea it was that much water. What happens if uh, say something happens and you've got an emergency yeah. and you didn't store water? You don't have any. You don't have any, but. I want to go through just a small little list of uh, things in your house that you could get water from in case of emergency. Okay, so let's do that. Yeah, we're good. Um, I forgot about that. I yeah. started winding down. So you know, you're. I appreciate you yeah. bringing that up. Um, so there is, if you're in, if you don't have water stored, there are actually other places for right. you to garner some water in an emergency if you have to. If you have to, right? right. That, yeah. that we don't often think about. Right. So you uh, have a, wa- a hot water heater. Yeah. Usually about 45, 55 gallons. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's always got water in it. Uh, drain it out. Drain that yeah, water you can, out. Yeah, you can use that. It's, yeah. it's clean water. Clean water. Yeah. Um, also, a lot of people don't think about this one is the back of the toilet, your toilet tank. Now, yeah. if you're not using chemicals in it or right. little tablets in it to clean your toilet, you could actually use that water in the in that back, back tank. I w- personally would probably boil it. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, gross. Faux show. Yeah, faux show. But that. Uh, boil that water, mm-hmm. and it's a good amount of water right there. Mm-hmm. You know, um, We usually have residual water in our pipes, yep. and there's usually you know like an access point or something of that nature if you were able to relieve the pressure to get it out of the spigot or faucet. Lowest point. Yeah, you know, lowest point in the house has right. some stored water um, as well. Hot water heater. What else? I didn't write any notes yeah. for that. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was it. Yeah, yeah. So I, just, you, I just wanted to go over that. Yeah, for sure. Just get... Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's the water episode. I hope that this was helpful. And uh, I hope that you found this useful and valuable. If you did, like, comment, subscribe, subscribe. let us know. Hey, if, if we forgot anything or if we missed anything. Comment. Yeah, let us know. Hey, yeah. how do you store water? What do you do with water? I mean, cause there's like I went over you know, the store, the easiest to store water, but I mean, we're not going to go over it in detail, but I mean, there are other ways to store water, 55 gallon drums. We did a 2,500 gallon rainwater harvest system. You know, we can go into even more detail, but I just wanted to give a starting point here. So if you want us to break down other bigger, deeper ways to store water, let me know. We can do that. Um, But this is your, this is your entry level. This is, you know, this is just the eye opener of, of water and what we do. And um, it's the easiest place to start. Easiest place to start. Yep. Water. And you need it. You got to have it. So all be blessed. Thank you for listening to the Reason to Be Prepared podcast. Be safe. Be safe. Be awesome. And remember, 
Just because you're prepared does not mean you are paranoid. paranoid. Yeah. Peace. Bye. Bye.